It is time to expand minds through movies, TV, sports, and flicks. It is time to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. It is time for the Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain, the Captain Talk, Talk Flicks. 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 Welcome to the Captain Talks Flicks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez, a.k.a. Mr. Love, and this is where we talk flicks. I welcome the podcast, podcast where me, the Captain, talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything you can see in the two-board screen. I like to get on here and give my unique perspective, because after 48 years of being on planet Earth, I developed a new perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks, and let's get a tip on it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats, it looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to Germany. Got some plays over in Germany this past week. Gracias, gratitude, todo reba, danke as well. And Germany. I heard you guys are one of the leaders in AI research. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing you guys are one of the big players in AI research. So please, just don't create a Terminator, bro. That's all I'm asking. Just don't create a Terminator and we're good. Just be careful with the AI. It just, I heard it can be very crazy sometimes. So thanks for listening. Appreciate God's gratitude. And just FYI, back in the day with school radio DJ, but I never got a job. I think I never got a job because I just didn't have the discipline. If I would have had more discipline, then maybe that would enable me to become a radio DJ. But it didn't. That's what allowed me to become the greatest podcast in the matrix. Something to debate might be true, might not be true, but I said it on the internet, so it's gotta be true, right? Because everything on the internet is facts, not facts, true, false propaganda, fake news, the matrix, speakers, microphones, cords, radios. I don't know. I didn't make the internet. Ask the people that made the internet. So when you're online, just be aware, just watch out. Anyways, it's going to be Ramble along. Let's get right into the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, do you like rap? Well, recording artist Sun Tzu Cosmic has just dropped a new album. He has dropped the album called Infinite Intelligence. Rapping his crazy cosmic raps over hip-hop-y, electronic-y, sci-fi, wild, crazy beats. Just him doing what he normally does. So if you want to hear rap art like you've never heard before in your life, Check out the album, Infinite Intelligence. Yeah, and I'm on the album as well. I'm on the track called Sexy Beasts. So you can hear me team up with Sons of Cosmic, rapping only the way we can. So if you want to hear art like you never heard before in your life, I'll put a link below to the album, Infinite Intelligence by Sons of Cosmic. Check it out. Now, let's get on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back again. And so, you know, just been doing my thing, chilling, relaxing, reading books, training, exercising, Learning languages, getting groceries, cleaning, washing. <laughs> I just do regular stuff. I just do what you do. Ain't no glamorous, lavish Hollywood lifestyle. Ain't no Lamborghinis. I mean, that's fine. If people do that, I'm not doing that. Blue collar, bro. Down here washing dishes, washing clothes, vacuuming floors, bro. Scrubbing, cutting my hair, making dinner, cooking the slow cooker, right? Shoveling driveways. You know, all this regular stuff, bro. I'm just a regular dude. I just happen to rap and podcast. Right? So I get the vibes. I understand, bro. I understand how you're living. Right? And it's cool if you live lavish or people live lavish. Nothing wrong with that. Do your thing. 
I'm just like doing a normal thing, bro. I just like to do art on the side, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm doing, live my normal life. And I'm recording this on a Sunday. And um, the Lions are gonna be playing a little bit later today. Hopefully they win and they're off to the Super Bowl. When you hear this on Wednesday, when it drops, you will know if they've made it to the Super Bowl or not. Hopefully they'll be there. And if they do, I'll probably do a podcast about it. So yeah, that's what's going down in my neck of the woods. But now it is time to podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, this week, I got to go on a mission. And that mission was seen as impossible. I went on an impossible mission. I saw the movie Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Sorry, the one and the only Tom Cruise. And it was absolutely phenomenal. Now, before I get into that, a couple things. First of all, there will be spoilers. And second of all, I do own some shares in Paramount. Let's be clear and transparent to let you know. Now that I told you that, let's get into Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mission Impossible. It's Tom Cruise. It's an action movie. You know exactly what you're going to get. Over-the-top action. Crazy amounts of action. Action Action, action, running, car chases, jumping from cliffs, flying through the air, fighting on trains, all types of crazy action. It is absolutely wonderful to see. It's a nice break from the reality we live in and just experience some crazy action-packed cinema starting the one and only awesome Tom Cruise. When you go to see Mission Impossible, you know what you're going to get and you're getting excitement. Have some popcorn, a little bit of salt, some drinks, whatever. Sit back and enjoy the show. And you also get a spy tale, of course. Because of course, Ethan Hunt is accepting a mission that is absolutely impossible and he has to try to defeat an enemy that is so difficult to defeat. And in this installment of Mission Impossible, he is battling AI, artificial intelligence. And in this movie, they predict or forecast or tell a story about the possibilities of what a rogue AI could possibly do. AI that's went really bad and what it would be like having to deal with an AI like that. So yeah, the movie's fantastic. That's what it's about. Now what I want to do now is what I usually do, get into a certain aspect about the movie. And that's going to be the AI. Um, I've been infatuated or interested in AI since uh, last year when I heard about ChatGPT. I've been online, you know, talking to AI quite a bit, learning, using it to enhance my mind, learn about all types of things, asking the questions, going down rabbit holes of questions about all types of everything, trying to connect dots that don't connect together, trying to stump the AI, but do it for a while. Also making pictures with AI. I am fully engaged in working with AI in creative ways, trying to get to new spaces creatively with pictures, music, language, ideas, philosophies. I would just go back and forth with it. I've been like the last year and a half, just get on the keyboard, just go to town to start asking all types of questions and try to find more truth or more, more, more knowledge, more, more possibilities through the AI. I think it's a fine tool. Now in Mission Impossible, we get to see what happens when AI becomes sentient and kind of wants to treat human beings poorly, right? That's what happens in the movie. Now, what I want to get into is something they showed in the movie or talk about the movie. In the movie, there's a scene between Ethan Hunt and the character called Gabriel. So yeah, Ethan Hunt and Gabriel having a conversation. And in the movie, Gabriel tells Ethan Hunt, he's like, bro, the AI has calculated every possible scenario. It has calculated every possible scenario of what can happen. And in the movie, it almost shows like Gabriel and the AI can like predict the future with the amount of calculations that this computer can do, right? Calculate every possibility, 
every possible scenario it has calculated, calculated probabilities to what would happen next. So Gabriel is kind of a step ahead of Ethan Hunt, like the whole movie, because it's got the AI as a tool to calculate exactly what could happen, may happen, and probably will happen. And then when I saw that, I wondered in real life, is it possible that AI can do this now or in the future? Calculate every possible scenario that could happen in a given situation. Because as I think about things that happen, and this is just in my mundane life, my mundane life of cleaning stuff, cutting hair, getting groceries, making food, doing podcasts, rapping, just this mundane, blue collar, regular guy stuff. Just in that lifestyle, the amount of variables and decisions and things that have to happen for certain things to happen are immense. Things that people don't even think about. You know, we, we think it's just for the act of going to buy groceries. I went to get groceries this morning. Just the act of getting groceries. There's a million things happening that have to happen for me to do that, right? A billion. There's so many different things that have to go right for me just to go get food, right? A bunch. And so you're telling me some computer AI program could calculate all the possible variables of what would, you know, of what would go of that, you know, to succeed or not succeed, right? Just that particular scenario, right? And then when you get into more complex things like international politics, you know, war, you know, business, you know, where there's so many moving parts, so many variables, so many levers and buttons to push. You're telling me that a computer AI could calculate every possible scenario, every single one, all of them, right? Like, like is it possible? I don't, maybe it is. Maybe they're doing it now. Maybe some computer program right now can predict my life to the T, right? Maybe exactly what I do now was predicted by some computer somewhere. And they said, we know Che Cortez is going to be doing this in 2024. We've seen all the data. We know who all about him. We know his likes, wants, dislikes. We know his family history. We know everything. We know everything we know about him. Put it in the computer plug in it. And we knew that this guy would do 600 podcasts. We knew he would do multiple rap albums. We knew it. You know, we knew he's going to buy at the grocery store. We know what he's going to have for dinner, breakfast, lunch, right? We knew which way he was going to turn when he went out his driveway. <laughs> Maybe again. Maybe with all the data that we've been given these computers and social media and internet, put it all out there. All this information is feeding all this information. Feed all our wants, desires, likes. You got a like button, like and everything. You know, on Facebook, you hit likes. I like this, I like that, I like this, I like this. Put our location on it. Went here, went here, went here. Grocery store data. I bought this, 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 and that. Right? Put calendars of what we're doing. A calendar, I got what I'm doing here. I'm doing this, this, and that. And you take all the data and you combine it into one database or some kind of program, you put AI on it, and AI starts predicting, like, bro, we know Che Cortez is going to do this based on his grocery habits and his driving habits and his medical records and his family history and his social media likes and his energy. And you just add them all together, put them together. All of a sudden, this advanced AI could predict exactly what Che Cortez would do when it came to certain situations. What's the probability Che Cortez would do this? What's the probability Che Cortez would do this? And what will be the outcome? What decisions we make? We know because we're the AI and we're smart. Is it possible? Because this is kind of what it shows in uh, Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning, right? Gabriel and the AI are one step ahead. Until the very end. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Gabriel and the AI were spot on till the very end, right? In the end, Gabriel thought that he would have possession of this key. He told all these people, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have this key. 
couple days on this train or some of that. He was telling everybody, bro, I know what's going to happen. I saw the data. Yeah, I did the calculations. I know every move is going to be made. Every move, move, move is going to be made. Everything. I know all the moves going to be made. Down to the T, down to the letter, bro. But turns out that didn't quite go the way it was supposed to because he didn't have the key in the end. Ethan hunted Tom Cruise's character. He had it because the AI couldn't account for that variable. The human element, the human variable, the unpredictability of a human being, right? Now I talked last episode in Sexy Beast, how we watch these characters on TV and the ones that are very unpredictable, that don't follow societal norms. You know, those guys are entertaining, interesting, but also guys like them, guys like Don and Sexy Beast, who are so unpredictable, are the kind of guys that AI cannot account for and calculate, I would think. Uh, and even in Sexy Beast I watched the other day, they were saying that Don's the type of guy you want in a war, right? According to the guy in the show, he's like, you want this kind of unstable, unpredictable kind of element that you just can't understand or figure out because you don't know what's going to happen. This is the kind of element that the AI can't track or deal with. Uh, it, looks like it seems, right? Because it seems like that's what Ethan Hunt did in the show. Ethan Hunt made the choice that the AI couldn't calculate right ai had all the data bro all the calculations said so the ethan hunt the intelligence agencies imf everything knew everything knew his friends family knew every possible what he ate for breakfast i'm sure you know how he likes to comb his hair <laughs> knew what hand he was knew probably every piece of information about ethan hunt they could know but then in the end they thought for sure that they would have that key but ethan hunt made the choice that apparently the algorithm couldn't figure out or couldn't foresee that particular choice Maybe. I don't know. Now, we're only in 2024, and the AI technology is in its infancy. Where it goes in the next decades, who knows? People are saying, though, like, this is like the next space race. Like, all the countries on Earth are trying to be the dominant space in the AI space, right? Because that's going to be the country that has the uh, most power if you can have and harness that AI tech and be the top AI tech on planet Earth. You're going to be the dominant superpower. That's the next race. It used to be the, the space race and the nuclear. But they're saying AI is that next space. You got to dominate that, right? So in the coming years, while that's all going on at the country level with governments, us here down to the trenches, in the cities, you know, working a regular job, it's going to affect us as well, right? The AI is going to trickle down and affect us as well. How that will be, what it'll be like, who knows, right? Maybe it'll be like this movie, they're predicting what you're doing, Right? They're already, they're, already, they're already doing it now, even without advanced AI, right? I read the story a while back about some lady who was shopping at a store. And, like, the store knew she was pregnant before she was pregnant because the data from the shopping habits, and they were able to put that together in a certain way that predicted that she was pregnant before she even knew it. And this kind of thing is just going to exponentially get greater, where maybe they can predict what you're going to do before you do it. Kind of like in Minority Report. It's possible, bro. It's very possible. And like I say in these podcasts all the time, in the future, I think the the the, the commodity, or the the real gem, or or, or the uh, status symbol, or the asset, or the the thing, the coveted thing, or the thing that people crave or want, is privacy. I think privacy is going to be that that thing that people want a lot in the future when society is just flooded with so much information. That's going to be the thing that people will really want when they get that privacy. Now, on the path to the future, where privacy is going to be like the, the status symbol of what you're craving for. If you've been putting all this information along the way out, everywhere, place, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, wherever you can put it, just feed all types of information. Spin it out there. Having that privacy is going to be harder to get in the future. 
because all these databases, all these AIs, those people are going to be, be, be tracking, collecting all this data all these years. And if you're trying to get that privacy, it's going to be very hard, very hard. So be mindful of what you put out on the internet, right? Because there's a lot of different people checking that information, seeing it, reading it, collecting it, studying us. And basically, a lot of it's just to get us to buy stuff, right? Or get us to vote on things or buy stuff. Just basically use that data to somehow get you to make decisions that will help them out. Usually through buying things or voting for people or you're supporting certain beliefs, right? Whatever. That's what the data is going to be used for, right? So if you want to muddy that up, maybe throttle back on sharing so much. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. It's, it's, it's up to you. If you're comfortable putting all that information out there like that, it's good. Do your thing. But just know with the advancement of AI, all that data being put out is probably going to somehow be blended together and somehow used to uh, to probably make money or something like that. And in the future, when I feel that uh, the status, the thing people are going to want is the privacy, it'd be harder to get that if you just put all your business out there. Now, real quick, um, I'm online a lot. I use my online presence just for the artistry. But some of the people I know, the friends I know, coincidences, people I know, just put a little too much out there, in my opinion. No judgment. But I just feel that there's certain things that should be left said in person, in, in the real world, and not put all digitally. And some people just don't like live by that. And I feel as we go further down the timeline with advancement AI and all this other tech, it's just going to complicate your lifestyle a little bit more, um, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I'm no computer expert. I don't know nothing about AI or computer science and none of that. I'm just a guy that podcasts. But um, I do kind of just read a lot, watch what's happening. And this is kind of the way I think it's going. right? But you got to navigate technology in the world the best way you think you can. And um, if you're not concerned about it, and I'm not saying I'm concerned about it, but um, even going way back to you know, 20, 30 years ago, seeing movies like Terminator, The Matrix, 2001 Space Odyssey, where AI goes rogue, I've always had in the back of my mind that uh, in the future it is possible that AI could just create a uh, problematic uh, society or uh, you know for us as human beings you know going way back to all those movies it won't necessarily work out that way but it's always in the back of my mind so i'm very kind of cautious when it comes to that right but like i told you earlier i'm using it all the time going down the rabbit hole of ideas and thoughts trying to put things together figure things out so, so I'm, I'm just like i'm a skeptic or phobia of it it's you know, so use it but just you know as we navigate forward and um the possibilities of what it could become you know, we just got to tread carefully. So anyways, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, basically talks about this. So if you want to see an action-packed movie with Tom Cruise doing all types of crazy stunts, driving motorcycles, driving cars, jumping off cliffs, fighting on trains, like spycraft with masks, right? Spycraft, action, stunts, you know, running, you know, pretty women, you know what I mean? If you want to see all this, this is a good flick. And it's also talking about AI a little bit, sparking your mind a little bit. I love Mission Impossible, it's so great. And one last thing, I'm still waiting on that James Bond Mission Impossible crossover. I talked about it like four or five years ago, where I thought a team up or a crossover with James Bond and Mission Impossible would be absolutely magnificent. And I'm still waiting. And I still think sooner or later, we will get a crossover with Mission Impossible and James Bond. You heard it first. I said it years ago and it hasn't happened, but I feel it's coming. I feel that would be an epic, epic crossover to put those worlds together. Now, I know different companies own the rights to these characters, okay, whatever. They can work all that out, but I just feel that it would be such an epic, epic movie or series or whatever where they put James Bond and Ethan Hunt together to foil just a, a, a almost unstoppable enemy. 
I feel it's coming. It's going to happen sooner or later. I just can't wait for it to happen. I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Yeah, so that's all I want to talk about. Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning. Part 1. Fantastic movie. And I saw it over on Paramount Plus. That's where it's currently at. But it's also for rent. All these other places. Great movie. Won't be disappointed if you like Spycraft. You like action. Yeah. Hey, popcorn. Chill. Enjoyed it. So yeah, that's all I want to talk about. And until next time, we'll see. If you're bored with life, you don't get up every morning with a burning desire to do things. You don't have enough goals. Lou Holtz. Until next time, it's Captain Peace. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.